Hi, you are listening to Spirit-Led Devotional presented by Matthew McClements. Spirit-Led Devotional is for everyone in every way. Here is Matthew with today's scripture. Hi, this is Matthew McClements and I want to thank you for taking time to tune in and listen to the show today. Quick update, we have our book that is coming out now. The physical copy will be out on Tuesday. Um, when we receive it, we will update you through our Facebook page, through our Twitter page, through our Instagram, because we are really excited about this book, because this book is all about training you and empowering you to let you know that everyone can be led by the Spirit. So today on the podcast, you know, I've been thinking about this recently. So many of us have questions, don't we? And one of them is, was Jesus himself, was he led by the Spirit? When we make decisions, we ask WWJD. (laughs) We ask questions, what would Jesus do? I believe the scriptures themselves show us that Jesus was led by the Spirit and he wants us to live this way. Let's check out John 5, 19, which says, Very truly I say to you, the Son can do nothing by himself. He can only do what he sees his Father doing, because whatever the Father does, the Son does also. So here's a question. How did Jesus see his Father do things in order for him to do it? Now, if we look here at John 5, 19, it says the son can do nothing by himself. He can only do what he sees his father doing. How did he see? Jesus was led by the spirit. And today on the podcast, we're going to look at some scriptural examples that show us that Jesus was led by the spirit. Are you ready? Let's turn to John chapter 2 verses 1 to 9. And on the third day, a wedding took place at Cana in Galilee. Jesus' mother was there, and Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to the wedding. When the wine was gone, Jesus' mother said to him, they have no more wine. Jesus said, woman, why do you involve me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, do whatever he tells you. Nearby stood six stone water jars, the kind used by the Jews for ceremonial washing, each holding from 20 to 30 gallons. Jesus said to the servants, fill the jars with water. So they filled them to the brim. Then he told them, now draw out some and take it to the master of the banquet. They did so and the master of the banquet tasted the water that it had been turned into wine. In this scripture, we see in verse 4 how Jesus says it isn't his time. Then all of a sudden in verse 7, it is his time. Now my question is, why this sudden change of timing? I mean, literally seconds has passed from it's not being his time to being his time. Why? Because he was led by the Spirit to do it. To say what he said and the steps needed to see a miracle come to pass. If we want to see miracles in our lives, this scripture teaches us that we must listen to the Holy Spirit and obey. I'm going to say that again. If we want to see miracles in our lives, we must listen to the Holy Spirit and obey. Because this is the difference 
between being poor and being prosperous, being unhealthy and being healthy, being uninformed and being informed. Speaking of uninformed, have you ever encountered a situation where you didn't know what to say? (laughs) We've all had those moments where you're sitting in the boss's office and you're thinking, I would love to say the right thing right here, but but, um, it's not coming to my mind. Can you relate to this? I remember a situation um, a couple of years ago in one of my old jobs um, where myself and a lady had a fallen out. Let's just say our characters clashed, okay? And then um, I went to approach the situation to say sorry, and the Holy Spirit said to me, not yet, say nothing. So I walked away, I said nothing, I thought, oh, come on, I need to be apologizing here. So the lady, after a period of time had passed, the lady had actually come up to me and said, Matthew, you know what? I missed it. I'm sorry. I nearly hit the floor. I was just overwhelmed. But then it came back to my mind in this scripture where it is all about timing. Sometimes you can be saying the right thing, but it's the wrong timing. The good thing about the Holy Spirit and having the Holy Spirit inside you is that when you learn to listen to him, he will clarify for you the right time to approach someone who is maybe having a bad day. Amen. And so if we will learn to listen and we will learn to be led, we will have his timing and we will be informed and not uninformed let's look at another example of jesus being led by the spirit it is found in john 8 1 to 11 but jesus went to the mount of olives now early in the morning he came into the temple and all the people came to him and he sat down and taught them then the scribes and pharisees brought to him a woman caught in adultery in the very act Now Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned, but what do you say? They said this, testing him, that they might have something of which to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down and wrote on the ground with his finger as though he did not hear. So when they continued asking him, he raised himself up and said to them, He who is without sin among you, let him throw the first stone. And again, he stooped down and wrote on the ground. Then those who heard it, being convicted by their conscience, went out one by one, beginning with the oldest, even to the last. And Jesus was left alone and the woman standing in the midst. When Jesus had raised himself up, so he stood up and saw no one but the woman. He said to her, woman, where are those accusers of yours? Has no one condemned you? Verse 11, she said, No one, Lord. And Jesus said to her, Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. So in verse 3, Pharisees and the scribes. Now these are guys that they know the law. They know it inside out. And in verse 6, it says they tested Jesus. They tested Jesus um, amongst a big crowd of people that had gathered. And in the midst of the hustle and bustle, And the demands, Jesus stoops down and writes on the ground. Now my question is, was this some random act? Or some theologians say he was just writing the sins of the Pharisees on the ground. Now personally, I don't see that. 
because if he did, he would inflame the situation because he was surrounded by a crowd. And I believe that when he stooped down, he was buying time communicating with his father. So as he leans down, he's saying, Father, what do you want me to say here? Because if I just say the wrong one wrong word, that could have this lady killed. So the Bible tells us here in verse 7 that they continued asking. They continued asking. So Jesus, he's, he's received the answer from his father. He raises himself up. So he gets up and he says to the Pharisees and the scribes, he who is without sin cast the first stone. Now I think this is interesting because let's look at verse 9. The Pharisees and the scribes who heard it. Now these are her accusers, this lady's accusers. The Bible tells us that they got convicted by their conscience and they walked away. Talking about the right word at the right time. My question is how did Jesus know what to say? Um, in order to disperse the crowd and disarm a potentially volatile situation. How? Because Jesus was led by the Spirit. Now my question is, how can we learn from this? Well, I think we'll all agree that this was a difficult question. Especially when you consider the crowd, all the eyes were looking at Jesus. So my question is, how do we answer difficult questions? Well, number one is don't be hasty. In other words, don't be quick to answer the question. James 1.19 tells us, Let every man should be quick to listen, slow to speak. You may say, but you know what? I'm a hormonal woman. I'm a red-blooded male. Well, I say, WWJD. What would Jesus do? And what did Jesus do? He was quick to listen and he was slow to speak he took his time so from these two scriptures today we can see timing and the holy spirit is as we said last week he is our tour guide in other words he is the master of timing if you will take the time to listen to him he will get you out of some sticky situations and he will help disarm any volatile situation that you find yourself in. Maybe you're getting some pressure from your family. Maybe you're in the midst of arguments at work. Maybe you're at a crossroads in your life and you don't know whether to turn left or right. The Holy Spirit is your tour guide. And if you will take time to listen to him, he will show you the right way to go. Now we're going to finish the podcast here. But join us next time. As we continue looking at, was Jesus led by the Spirit? Thank you for listening to today's podcast. We publish new content every Friday. For latest updates, follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, thank you.